0: Welcome to Checks and Balances. I'm Michael Vincent. This is James Blair. And today, another Money Month special. It is saving for those short-term goals.
1: So when we talk about your goals, when we talk about your budget, Mike, Mm. we you know, we do and and we're probably a little bit guilty of this. We break it into the buckets, right? Yeah. We've got your emergency fund, fixed expenses, your fund fund, and then your goals. And people look at goals, and they usually think buying your first home, retirement planning, those mm. sort of things. But there's a lot of short-term things we have to say from the interim.
0: Yeah, there is. And, you know, everyone has a different range of goals and what they want, short-term, long-term, medium-term. I want a new house. I want a new car. I want a new boat. I want a new jet ski. I want to get a financial plan in place. I want to save an Loseless. emergency fund. I want to pay off my short-term debt goals are not just about that shiny new toy it is about what are you trying to achieve to to get you better in the future
1: yeah so uh, when we think about short-term goals we're really talking at six months to three years mm. uh what i really think people struggle with with these goals is it's boring just to keep the money in cash yeah people go oh i could be making a bit more money mm. um and and they go i'm gonna put it into shares i'm gonna put it into my kernel account buy some gold yeah i'm gonna do some day trading whatever it might be instead of doing the old boring thing why do you think the psychology is that people want to do oh
0: i, I again i think it comes back to like uh, everyone wants things now right it is that instant gratification and building stuff over time takes ages it's not fun it's not sexy you know if we're at a barbecue and james is going oh you know man i just i just leveraged up and put another hundred grand in my ETF on my, my highly leveraged butterfly spread on something. It's like that's cool. Me going, yeah, I saved another forty bucks a week for, for my short term goal to go on holiday. That's not cool, chat. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, highly leveraged ETF really makes no sense. But we'll see. I have no way. idea what I just said. For <laughs> once, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the yeah, we can't be mucking around with. Uh, and I'm going to give Mike to give an example in a second. Mm. Uh, can't be mucking around with any kind of long-term assets in a short period of time. Yeah, It is quite simple. If you have a short period of time and you're investing the money, you know what we call that? Gambling. If you're investing it for the long-term, we know the averages, we know where you'll end up. Mike, the example I'm thinking of are those people who had growth Kiwi savers mm-hmm. and then COVID hit.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we saw that when COVID hit, um, a lot of those people shifted out of um, growth kiwi savers into conservative and crystallize that loss however if you've got a kiwi saver and you are wanting to buy a house in the next six three you know six months 12 months three years you should be in a cash fund or something very low risk because again like james said we know how things perform over the long term and three years is not long term that's Mm. not enough time for an average we have no idea if the world's going to drop off a cliff in the next six months. You you are just gambling.
1: The other, the other interesting part is a lot of people go, oh, I'll go conservative fund. Mm-mm. You know, get a little bit of return. i in bonds. But, but uh, over the last 18 months, not sure if you're aware, but it's been a pretty miserable time to be investing, although there are some signs that things might be getting better. Yep. Um, pretty miserable time to be investing. Conservative funds did worse than growth funds, which was the stat was like bonds performed the worst over 12 months since like the 1920s or something crazy like that, Mm. which is all to do with how quickly interest rates rose up. So if you're in a conservative investment thinking that you're safe, that's not necessarily the case, which is why cash is king in that scenario.
0: Yeah. And if you're looking for advice on bonds, I would have to say high yield Turkish government bonds at the moment with inflation running at 40%, 70% last year, surefire there you
1: had some great times in Turkey that is
0: personalized financial advice you can take that to the bank of yep. Turkey
1: yep. <laughs> which is worth nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, the other piece just in terms of the investing way to put money for short-term goals term deposits Yeah, a lot of people go cash term deposits get slightly mm-hmm. better interest rate makes Why sense bother? the money is locked up so if you need that money and potentially you're not too sure when you're going to spend it there is risk that you will get a fee which will be the majority of the return so you don't want to be playing that game because they don't know funding for nobody. If you do do a term deposit, just make sure you've got a long enough period of time.
0: Yeah, and I yesterday we had to delay settlement by a month because someone had it in like an ANZ or an Ooh. ASB high yield fund or something like that.
1: How did that go with... Um, with the
0: developer? Yeah. Well, understandably, I mean, I don't know if you know this about property developers, they like getting paid when they completed the house. Oh. Um, so they are now having to delay settlement by a month.
1: Yeah, which would actually have quite big implications to them to be able to wrap up the development, move on, right? Let me just
0: tell you that any interest that this person made on that term deposit is instantly out the door with the late fees.
1: Yeah, yeah, it won't be enough. Yeah. Um, that's, Jesus. That's a bit scary. Mm. Um, so just be thinking, the action for today is to make sure we're not just, we've got to be realistic. Realistic and sustainable has multiple elements to it. It's not just about having fun in the moment. It's also making sure that we're thinking about well, I've got this these big goals that I want to achieve, and I know I'm going to achieve them. But I also know I've got these shorter term goals that I've got to work out. Maybe I'm saving for like an OE or a laptop or a car or whatever it might be in the short term. Mm. Or your long term goals suddenly become short term goals, and you've got to change where the money is being invested.
0: Yep. Um, other thing we should probably mention are cash funds. Mm. So we quite like the Kernel Cash Fund.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's pretty good. The only thing I'd say about cash funds in general is just make sure like you understand where mm-hmm. the money is, how it's being invested. A lot are like in 32 day accounts and like government bonds um, and, you know, short term savings. So they all sound pretty good. And a lot of them have a higher return because, you know, those greedy fat banks are clipping a lot of the ticket. Mm. Um, But they can be a good option for a lot of people. Just make sure you kind of understand how they work.
0: 100%.
1: Cool. All right. We're keeping this one nice nice and sweet. Action today. Think about what your short-term goals are, how you're building it into your financial plan so you don't have to either get stung by, you know, markets dropping or you don't have to steal from your long-term self. Thank you very much for joining us. Please subscribe so we can spread the word and help more people. We'll catch you next time. Cheers.